hello, hello there, and welcome back to Black Oak Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode of Squid Game. This is number seven, VIPs, written and directed once again by Hawang. I think I finally said it right. Hawang Dong Huick. The last part. But I, I think I finally realized how to say Hawang. <laughs> I'm really patting myself on the back about it because it just came out naturally. See, that's what happens when I'm not trying so hard. And then someone's going to jump in my inbox and say, well, this is the right way. And I'm going to be like, fuck you. Don't take away my victories. Let's get into this episode that I really enjoyed. This was probably the most terrifying game they've played. I would have just turned around and did something to get myself shot in the head because there's just no fucking way no way i'm not doing it i just i don't know i feel like the dude that committed suicide he got off easy because <laughs> i hate heights and i hate glass and the thought that i would have to guess and then not only guess which is the correct glass but jump from one little tiny piece of glass to another piece of you got me fucked up you got me fucked up did i have to actually watch myself die no give me the fucking bullet but uh this was a pretty damn good episode <laughs> gave it a 9.6 out of 10 i rewatched last episode i'm retroactively giving it a 10 um I think I was so fucking devastated <laughs> and didn't know how things were going to go and was in my feelings about someone's theories that uh, watching it the second time, it hit me even harder. And I was like, damn, they good. This show is good. It's really good. So we start with the fact that I didn't write any notes, so bear with me. That Jun Ho is still running around. He still ain't been caught, which is surprising to me that the uh, person, the front man, wouldn't think to look at his own quarters. But he finally does because it's 11, 12 minutes before the VIPs arrive. And he decides to. Uh, well, he has to go use his little. 1984 phone and he knows how he leaves the receiver so that's how he's tipped off to the fact that homeboy has been chilling in his quarters and he was just about to find him until they said they found a body they find the the guy that he took number 29 originally spot they find him he, he apparently just floated up they must have cops involved in this they have to because it feels very, you know, that they would, a body would be found and they would be, it's up too opportunistic that they would find that. But now they have an ID on who the, the person is. And it felt as if the, the front man had a reaction to this. So, um, you know, I think my theory might be on point as well that the front man is his brother but how would you not know your brother's voice but his face is in a mask and it's muffled 
there i played out that whole argument in my brain to your earbuds so the vips arrive and they are all in their own boss ass uh mass i mean it was glittering gold and i have to say freaky as hell thing with the vips was nasty because john ho decides to beat up one of the servants and pose as one of them except the fattest dude ever starts to take a liking to his soft hands and his gorgeous eyes and he makes it very clear because he wants him to take off his mask and this is all while the game is going on and we'll talk about the game in in a moment but he unfortunately when he doesn't take off his mask have to take him up on his sexual proposition ew and when he caressed his hand this is fucking scary and gross okay so of course i felt very satisfied when after taking off his mask he put him on his knees ew he's so oh he did take off his mask he just put him on his knees and it was disgusting and i was happy when he grabbed his balls <laughs> and busted up his we- busted out his weapon can we talk about two things two very important things like the people here they're not supposed to have phones right so it's not like he been charging that iphone that battery would be fucking toast right can we all not agree that battery would be out of the maybe he got some juice while in this office office he found an outlet but realistically all the other times every night he kept turning it on i'm like every time that light comes on that's 20 percent. but the second thing is how many fucking bullets does he have for this weapon <laughs> i know he hasn't fired it very i feel like he did no he hasn't never mind but I just want to point out that Jung Ho is a straight up gangster. <laughs> I know I've been criticizing him for some of his stealthy and stuff like um, capacities. But my man gets the fuck around and he gets all of the information because he gets the VIP to confess what the fuck is going around here. And then. He- I love as the the game master they're like we located him or <laughs> as they find the the guy the VIP which you know that's gonna fuck up some shit uh <laughs> he's crawling down the ladder and he looks right up at the dude made his escape from the island he said i got all of the evidence he's like what kind of cop comes here without a partner fucking james bond bitch (laughs) he's the korean james bond so he escaped the island but unfortunately they seem to control all of the islands around here and that would make sense we're talking about people with billions and billions of dollars here so that is that particular storyline with the the front man pretty much pulling the strings he ve- he feels very subservient to the 
VIPs. So clearly, who runs things? And there's a mention of how they were supposed to be greeted by someone else, but he's not there to greet them. And I was like, Mimi, yeah, I'm with you, girl. I'm gonna give you your dap. I'm gonna give you your dap because I'm I, I can see it so clearly now that the rain is gone. <laughs> I'm just gonna linger on that for a while because I thought it was hysterical. What else? What else is hysterical is the fact that Scarface, Snake Face, comes in and he sees his favorite, his favorite um, one night stand, <laughs> um, rising from a comfortable nap, and that laugh that she gave to him. I told you that bitch crazy. He ain't got none of his friends like he thought he would. And he has left him, himself exposed to nothing but enemies. And she ain't kept her eyes off of him. I love, this is the only episode in which I love this character. Because I felt from that moment where she was humiliated, she's like, I have one goal in life right now. And that's to kill that motherfucker right there. <laughs> i'm gonna sit here i'm gonna wait for my opportunity and i'm gonna fucking let him know that that is why i'm on this earth right now because i should have been dead but i'm not dead and i believe that that is only to enact my revenge which my girl got she got it good and i was with it so the guy that lost like um i forgot his name all of a sudden Sangwoo, him disassociating, saying, you know, you just met the guy. He's talking about the old man, like you, you shouldn't be so attached to that connection because, you know, it wasn't that long. <laughs> Such a shitty thing to say. But of course, he's trying to step away, distance yourself, whatever you want to call it, from his own particular actions. And I know that he's not a good person, but it is what the game is. And I think that deceiving yourself about what was going to happen, well, then if you really wanted to win that prize money, you got to be prepared for the fact that you did it killing people. I'm sorry. I would rise to complaint. If I'm playing to die, you're going to have to give me more than a fucking potato. Nah, that's some bullshit right there. Ain't no reason why all them billions of dollars we should not come back to fucking feast. <laughs> I love it. Again, I get a steak with this potato. Something, man. Come on. This is rude. Fairness would be some protein in my diet. Otherwise, I'm already going in sleep deprived as well as on a terribly empty stomach. Can I get some weeds? <laughs> some cheerios <laughs> protein bar anything so they are taken to the well no going back to the the man that lost his wife i can't believe that he bet on him i didn't even catch that they were 60 and 9 69 <laughs> that's awful that's awful he wants to conclude the game Sangwoo slaps him around a little bit, basically telling him, like, why would you waste her death? That's what you guys sacrificed for. Clearly, he doesn't have anything worth living for outside of it. 
But what did you think? That you were going to both win together? Only one could win. And I guess maybe if that... And I understand from his perspective of... You know, I can't take this anymore. But to try to get other people that have already sacrificed their soul for this to, to drop out. Just because you can't live with it anymore. Did Sangwoo push him to his death? Or was his death always a foregone conclusion? Because like I said, if you can't live with the aftermath of, uh, of what you did to get that money, then is the money even worth it? It's controversial, I know. But I don't necessarily blame him for Player 17's death. Or not player 17 that's who uh sangwoo actually killed <laughs> but i don't i don't blame him for the husband and wife thing but i don't think that his statement of you know you only met that that old person or ali for a short amount of time that means that connection was irrelevant that's not true it probably was the most honest connection one could have because it doesn't come with any expectation so because he's willing to you know mentally separate and unfortunately we see that um g money is not whereas i feel as if uh kang is somewhere in the middle but she did start eating a little quicker he commits suicide and now there's only 16 players and then the last game is you got to pick a number. They don't know what the game is until after their number is chosen. They did point out that people have a tendency to go to the middle. And I think that's very true. Like, I don't know if I want to be up front. I don't know if I want to be completely in the back. So I go for the middle. Where Kang ended up and where Sangwoo ended up, ended up is exactly where I would have went. Um talk about dodging a fucking bullet because homeboy g money actually thought he should think about it ended up with number one except a guy decided he really wanted number one because he wanted to uh he wanted to be brave and tackle a challenge head on but when they had the game revealed about the temper 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 glass and what was not on each panel his look when he, when he turned around to G-Money. I felt so bad for him because I would have needed to be pushed too. Like I said, I would have tried to find some other method in which to be murdered. Because <laughs> this is the absolute worst and I hate heights. So as they are trying, because they also have a time frame, right? So there is some drawback to being dead last or in the last because if the people up front don't figure it out well then you could end up you know up creek without a paddle but they decided that there was going to be a there's going to be a solution for that if you don't want to move someone's going to move you for you <laughs> and it doesn't take long for people to start murdering the other to see if the next glass can support the weight of course snake face is uh when it comes to him he refuses to move despite the fact that everyone is um telling him he has to 
they are saying that we're gonna pass you someone tries to he just kills them someone's killed accidentally trying to pass earlier and then finally Minio <laughs> Sybil herself it's like oh look who turned little bitch at least when I know I'm gonna die I'm not going out like a fucking coward and she went out like a goddamn G she grabbed him and said fuck it up fuck it up don't give a shit anymore fuck it up fuck it up flip the table screw you up how that feel very happy <laughs> going last we find out as others decide yeah maybe we should start speeding this up and whatever we do know let's follow that but being dead last you might not see what people did the first time around so it's uh can you ask to help g money out when he forgets the very crucial first step uh it turns out that one of the the players player 17 happens to be a glass worker and he's able to determine which panels are safe this pisses off the vips who got money on this and thus they get the front man to turn the lights out at the critical seconds of this game he needs something to try to determine what it is and luckily g money has that marble but he only has one marble and what did the guy expect he's like well i need something else motherfucker <laughs> it's lucky that we had the first damn uh marble so saying Wu can't take it time's running out he pushes him to his death revealing the last trick panel g money and uh g money and kang almost forgot a name for a second uh finally make it just barely but at the conclusion of the game the glass explodes and uh it seemed like that was a pretty dangerous explosion because glass was flying on the players and that's where we end the episode um it seemed as if kang was hurt or am i misunderstanding that but i bet i bet that they're gonna want to team up against sangwoo because either he's gonna win which I don't believe. I think that G Money's gonna sacrifice himself for Kang because she actually has a worthy thing. And he really, like, as much as I feel for him, he, these are all despicable people <laughs> for the most part. And it feels as if while she is, she's got her own problems, she probably has one of the most pure motives. Even though, yes, Sangwoo wants to, or G Money wants to help his mother. Sangwoo wants to get out of his debt. Uh, there seems to be circumstances that they might have had more agency in for why they are or where they are in their life than she did. That is uh, my only prediction at this point. But we do have feedback this week. So let's hop on into the mailbag. <laughs> What up, 
Athena, it's Mimi. This is feedback for Squid Games Season 1, Episode 7. Um, this episode was pretty brutal. Um, I thought last episode was bad because they were up against, you know, friends. And that was like maybe the emotional state I was in from that episode to this episode is what made it like it's so brutal but it was really hard to watch like i cannot believe this shit is happening like the whole time like first of all <laughs> g money is a damn fool and i i don't i guess i've never paid attention to anyone else but it's in my in my life's choices where it had to be a situation where you either go first or go last when it was gym related always last always because i feel like it's either you going in, you know, you you have it like if, if let's say the fastest time is a minute and 30 seconds and you have to beat that time. Well, you have something to like uh, motivate you. And I feel like if it's life or death, you're going to give it all everything that you have. But when I was in nursing school and it was like me and another like a partner or something and we had to do like a, our simulation testing, which was brutal. I needed to just go first because sitting and waiting was not it for me but middle I've never I've never been the one to be a middle person so when he was like everyone always picks the middle numbers I I can't even imagine like I would have I don't understand why nobody even thought to go to the end until they said this is how this is the order you're gonna go I would have immediately went to the end like shit fuck it either I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna win or I'm gonna lose but I ain't gonna be in the middle. Never. I would have went straight to the back. You don't know your game. You don't know anything. But at least if you're in the back, you you know, like, let's say there's only a minute left. And that's that's all the time you got to finish. Well, hey, let me just hurry up and bulldoze through who I need to do to get this minute in. Like, I, I don't know. But um, the like the concept like only you only um you gotta basically just pick one side or the other either it's regular glass or tempered glass and if you pick the tempered glass you're gonna die like you got a 50 50 shot and it's 16 steps and then it comes down to the bottom like if a person doesn't move you're just gonna die like the whole concept in itself when I saw the bridge I was like are they gonna have to like I don't know like run through it really fast or are they gonna have to uh you know f like fight their way through I, I was so confused and then when when it hit me exactly what they wanted them to do I just could not believe that this is this is crazy like I I understand that you know everyone came back all these people came back so you can't really be like mad at the games because you you brought you put yourself in this oh let's rewind to the beginning when the guy like we thought it was bad that you know g money picked his um best friend the old man and then what happened with um i don't know what his name is He's the disgraceful who tricked that sweet, naive guy into giving him all of his marbles. Like, I thought those situations were bad. But dude, like, killed his wife. Or, well, his wife 
got his wife killed. And I think under those circumstances, like at this point, we're in this. And why both of them would go makes absolutely no sense to me. Like if you guys got kids and y'all went home, one of y'all, if you're going to go back, one of y'all should go and the other one shouldn't. Like granted, it's a double chance of winning, but still, if both of y'all die, which is exactly what happened, you're going to leave your family with no one. So I, I think that was dumb of them. And when you think of it like that, you can't be like that upset. Like, motherfucker, you guys came back. And that's the part I keep trying to tell myself. Like, this shit is awful. But they left. And they could have been done with it all together, but they came back. So that makes everything that happened to them even more their fault. <laughs> you put yourself into this situation knowing exactly what you got into. The first time, okay, you guys got straight bamboozled. But when you went home and came back, you can't, you can't be mad. Like, this game sucks and it's brutal but you brought it on yourself and him hanging himself i mean he couldn't live with what he did like that doesn't surprise me um i do agree with old dude who said you sh you should have let your wife win because maybe she would have handled it better like now you should want to win even more and do what you need to do but you just just killed yourself took it out the game and it, that makes me think that there was 16 steps. So if the guy, um, if 17 would have been there, he would have had like absolutely no, like granted, I guess there's always a chance that someone was going to act like tough dude and not move because you're a pussy and you don't want to die. But if he'd have been 17, that person would have made it through for sure. You just got to push your way through because you know you gonna know all the ones to go to if you're paying attention anyway um so i did like the death of the tattoo what snake face because he was such a pussy like he really was gonna sit there and let everyone die because he's too scared to make a fucking decision and it doesn't really surprise me people like him are bullies bullies like him are fucking sissies like they bully people weaker than them to make themselves feel better and that's how most of them are so it doesn't even surprise me that he did what he did <laughs> i however love the way she was like you know what fuck it i'm not about to you really think i'm gonna sit here and uh go ahead of you and guess just to get you further along fuck you her i her plan was to murk him I'm gonna die and you I'm gonna take you with me she said she told him I'm gonna kill you for what you did to me and <laughs> she really honestly did the way she gripped a hold of him that shit was so funny like she really is fucking bad shit crazy but that's the kind of death his ass deserves so I ain't even mad so at this point we know our three people made it through um, and one of the things I want to talk to you about, Christina, is because I was always under the impression that at everybody, if you make it through, you could win. But are you saying it can only be one person? Because I must have misunderstood the, the uh, initial instructions because I thought, you know, this is how much money it is. And at the end of it, you guys split it. Granted, if there's only one person, it's more money for you. But you know, if the three people, if y'all make it all the way to the end, then all three of y'all can just split the money. I don't know. Maybe that's not it. I guess we're going to find out. I also think you're right about the dude in the dark mask, the, the, the leader or whatever. I do think he's the cop's brother um, because he looked really 
when he saw like the person who died in the water and he said oh this person's a cop and he was like burn the body like the way he responded in the way like we kiss his face but his mannerisms and then when he saw him him face to face he looked like he was like shit this is my brother so i guess we'll see about that and the last thing i'm going to talk about are those fucking disgusting ass men who like i knew they i knew the uh, vips were going to be like rich people voting but like i seriously think shit like this happens because it seems like when you have an overabundance of money you do shit to spend it that's unfucking necessary like that one dude the facebook dude whatever the fuck his name is who's trying to buy an island in hawaii that doesn't belong like he's just trying to buy it like first of all whose money who are you gonna give this money to second of all there's people living there and you just want to own an island motherfucker for what like he's going through like all these legal things because he feels like he has the right to own it and i just for the life of me don't understand how people with this much money think the world literally is just at their disposal probably because it is but i also read an article where um you can ride like you can you use like a legit jetpack and, and fly it for three hundred and seventy five thousand dollars if you're spending that kind of money you fucking got too much and that's why it should be they should be taxed more you clearly got all kinds of money to blow you don't need all that fucking money what do you need to ride on a jetpack for why such a waste of money and these disgusting ass fools when he said if i show you my face they'll kill me well if you don't show me your face i'll kill you and he said it like it like it happens like i can kill you and no one's gonna give a shit and they probably won't like what like how much money do you have to have to get to this level of entitlement is really a question that i have and i was kind of sad that dude didn't kill him he was like oh no he's alive he's just knocked out he deserved to be murdered for that bullshit and i hope he makes it to wherever he needs to go so motherfuckers like them can get caught up because y'all disgusting it's one thing like like these people they put they brought this on themselves into bet but just to be so dismissive of human life is just oh, fucking ridiculous and disgusting i i don't even have any other words to say like just i think that was more the reason this episode kind of like was bothersome and hard to deal with but because of that um so yeah that's all i got so until next time love peace hair grease black girl magic queen of the couch mimi out that was queen mimi with her thoughts on the episode so starting from last to last note i have to the first note didn't take too many um I agree those VIPs were trash after watching the Jeffrey Epstein documentary. I mean, doesn't surprise me what people with a whole bunch of money will do, including buying islands just to have some, you know, privacy regarding their illicit activities. And yeah, I can't reconcile these people coming back either. It's why I just don't feel sorry for them. Like, I want to feel sorry for them. But, like, yeah. Uh, I think I was very expressive last episode of how, you know, I I can think of a more constructive way. You know, I at least we gave myself a lot more time. I just don't think that, you know, my particular chances were high. I can see someone like Snakeface doing it. A, I, I'm going to be murdered out of here. And B, I have the personality type 
<laughs> at least when, until it comes to heights, to uh, to be able to maybe dominate for a while until I can't. Uh, and I am leading back to your other question. So pretty solid reasons for going glass. What did I say? What did I mean? Oh, for going last. <laughs> it's like, what was that note? But going back to your other question, I actually Googled it because I was I was looking through the list of winners and that's how I came to conclusion that only one seemed to have won each year when he when uh, John Ho was going through the winners. And so I actually looked up what the wording was and I was, of course, able to find it. So what are the, the workers, how they explain the rules of the games? He says, those who win all six games will receive a handsome cash prize. This makes it sound as if multiple can win. However, a fan on Reddit cleverly pointed out that this wording could have been used to mislead players. It was crafty wording as we see in the record book winners. Oh, so I was right. That's where I got that information. And I just looked this up and didn't even read it so there's only one winner a year those who win is not in reference to the players in the room at that moment in the current games it refers to the single winner of all previous games as naturally that sole survivor won all six games yeah I, the way in which they have it set up to be player against player it doesn't feel it never felt to me and then after Jung Ho's thing, it made more sense to me that it was more than, it, it's not more than one player that wins. And I'm sure it comes down to what the last game is. I'm sure in some, like, I think it's may, probably possible for more than one person to win, but it's probably like a one in million shot that more than one person would win. So, uh, yeah. That's, that's my feelings on it. So, uh, I guess in some ways we're both right. I mean, you're not wrong to believe there could be one more than one winner, at least. So, uh, that concludes our feedback. If you want to send feedback on our next episode, blackgirlcouch at gmail.com, or you can leave a comment below on this podcast. My social media will be there as well. Remember to like, share, subscribe. Until the next time. Peace, hair grease, and black magic.